Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Thursday on which Liverpool have agreed a deal for Aberdeen's Calvin Ramsey. So Paul Joyce reporting Liverpool have agreed a £4 million transfer for Calvin Ramsey with an additional £2.5 million in add-ons added to this deal. So 6.5 overall for one of the best young right-backs in European football. This is a great deal. This is a very, very talented player who fills the position of need. That backup right-back spot Behind Trent has been problematic. Ramsey is a high-level prospect. And you'd imagine he and Joe Gomez will likely share that backup responsibility next season. Gomez, we want to be a bit more solid. Ramsey, if we want a bit more attacking threat. I'm really happy with this deal. I think you add him to Nunes and Carvalho and you are working your way towards a very, very strong window. You look at our situation now, and we've got Trent with Ramsey, Ibu with Matip, Virgil with Gomez, and Robbo with Costas. And you would say our defence is boxed off. And there'll be no reason to do anything with that until such a time as Joe Gomez or Costas Simicas want to leave to go and play first-team football. We're in a strong position with our goalkeeper as well, having Ali, having Quivin. Pitaluga is extremely highly rated. And we've got a bunch of other young, promising goalkeepers there as well. So, again, goalkeeping position boxed off moving forward. The only time it might need to be adjusted is if Kelleher asks to go and play more regularly to try and secure the first-team spot with Ireland. He's currently behind Gavin Basunu, who is about to become, by the sounds of things, the new goalkeeper for Southampton. And once he's playing regularly in the Premier League, which Mark Travers of Bournemouth also will be, Kelleher might find himself slipping even further down the list. 
and then needing to go and play if he has uh, ideas about being Ireland's number one. But if Kelleher leaves, if Gomez leaves, if Costas leaves, we'll get really good fees for them and we'll be able to replace them and make profit on all of them, most likely. Kelleher leaving, we might not need to bring anyone in if the youngsters keep developing the way they are. If Pitaluga continues to go on the trajectory he's currently on, he will just be the one who steps in and replaces Kelleher. And then someone like Yaros maybe steps up. So this is very, very good news to get Ramsey done, keeps that, or finishes off that defensive group. No real reason to go interfering with it at all now. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Joyce also says this is likely to be our last incoming of the window. Now, look, the bottom line is that today is the 16th of June, so the window's open for a couple more months. But this is, it. This is a problem if we do this, because we very clearly need an upgrade in midfield. We very, very clearly do. We have three midfielders who are capable of being high-level starters, Thiago, Fabinho, and Naby. And unfortunately for us, both Thiago and Naby are injury-prone, and if either of them are missing, we struggle. The ideal situation would be to play one or the other. So one of them is always fit and one of them is always in the team. But we have a massive hole on the right side of the midfield. Now that's either the right side of a midfield in a three, the right wing if it was a 4-4-2, the 10 spot if it was 4-2-3-1. People have suggested a more permanent change in shape as opposed to actually just playing in those shapes the way we did last year. If we wait until next summer to sign a midfielder, we don't just need one midfielder, we'll need two. Because as things stand, we're already looking at next summer and thinking we're going to need another midfielder. Right now, a lot of people believe we need two. And I can see that. But I would say get one now, get one next summer. So you don't get one now, you need two next summer. Oh, and you also might need a replacement for Salah. Because he could leave. So you go into 2023 needing a starting midfielder, a depth midfielder, and a starting attacker to replace Mo Salah well what's likely to happen there is one of those starters gets pushed out till the following year into 2024 at which point Gomez and or Costas may have gone Kelleher may have gone so you'll need to add players in for them as well So something will get pushed back to the following summer. Now it's 2025. And you're going to have to consider a Thiago replacement. And that's assuming, assuming you haven't already had to do that in 2024 when his contract is up. So something gets pushed back till 2025. By 2025, you're going to look have to be looking at replacing Andy Robertson, at replacing Joel Matip, at replacing maybe Fabinho. The captain's contract will be up. He'll need replacing. Bobby Firmino will have to be replaced at some point in all this. So 
you're always pushing things back as summer. You're kicking the can down the road. And you end up further and further behind. As things already stand, we're one summer behind where we should have been. But we got away with it because we won the league in 1920. But the players we signed in the summer of 2020, those are the calibre of players we should have signed in 2019. Ibu or that calibre should have been brought in in 2020. And so on and so forth. If we don't sign the midfield player we need, it is going to have a knock-on effect down the line. Because if you look at our starters, Ali is about 29. He's got five, six good years in him, so you don't need to worry about that. Trent is young, that's fine. Ibu's young, that's fine. But Virgil is 30. Now, I think he can play till he's 36, 37, but you ideally want to be looking at finding the successor to Virgil in probably three years, four years at the very most. Robbo's 28. Given how his game is and what he relies on, which is his intensity, his capacity for high energy runs, he's probably going to need to be replaced in two to three years. Like I said, Joel is 30, 31. He's going to age out. Henderson is already well past his best and he's going to need to be replaced. And Fabinho, I don't know that his game will age all that well. You could see Fabinho getting to 31 and then having that disappearance off the cliff. Thiago, 31 now. Two years left in his contracts. He could play till he's 35, 36, but not as a starter. Naby's contract's up next summer. There's been no movement on that yet. And as I said, Salah is out of contract next summer. So failing to do what's needed in midfield this summer, which we were told last summer would be done this summer, will cost us down the line. Now, Joyce says he is likely to be the final signing. Likely. That to me, leaves wiggle room. Which may suggest that if the right move is up or available, we'll do it. Or that we're working on something, we just don't want it to be out in the public sphere. There's, there's an acceptance among some Liverpool fans that because we almost won the quadruple, everything is fine. But the reason we didn't win the quadruple was because of the midfield. Everything else is the best around. We've got the best goalkeeper, the best defence and the best attack. The midfield is where we lack. And it's not all of them. There's two world-class players there in Fabinho and Thiago and a very good one in Naby Keita. It's just that the rest aren't good enough, either because they're well past their best or they're too young. The likes of Curtis and, and Harvey, they're too young. Curtis today has been linked with a loan move to Nottingham Forest, which I think would be a great move. Steve Cooper's an outstanding coach. He plays a system that involves a number 10, which I think everybody agrees would be the perfect role for Curtis. So that's a deal that makes a whole lot of sense. 
And if Curtis goes on loan and Ox is sold, which is what everybody expects to happen, and I think the club hope happens, then, then they can say, oh, well, you know, circumstances changed and we needed to go get this player, even though it's very clear midfield. It was the priority before the summer, given the pursuit of too many. And I've seen people say, oh, will we wait for the right target? The right target is gone. He went to Real Madrid. It's not like he's still sitting at Monaco and we think we can go back and get him. It's not the same as Virgil, who didn't move the summer we tried to get him and failed because Tom Werner has a big mouth. It's not like Naby, who we did buy and had to wait on. He's gone. He's somewhere else. And the only midfielder that people could look at and say, well, he's the ideal Liverpool target who may not be available this summer is Jude Bellingham. Okay, so we're going to wait on Jude. Are we sure we get Jude? Are we sure we'll outbid Man City? Real Madrid? Probably Man United? Are we sure of that? Because I'm not. So unless we can get something done this summer for Bellingham to come next summer, I just don't see it. This is Anfield lead with the Calvin Ramsey story. They have also got uh, some posts up about the fixture list. I will be doing an old school with Gags and Marco after this. So we'll probably talk about the fixture list on that. So I don't want to be repeating myself. Um, I would advise people to make sure you're following what's going on in Paris with regards to the investigation into what happened at the Champions League final and some of the horrific things that's coming out about the actions before and after of the French police and the French authorities. Media Digest on Liverpool.com. Liverpool make mega Jude Bellingham transfer offer. Uh, that's according to 90-minute doc. No, that's not right. It's according to a report in Spain. Uh, according to 90minute.com, we're set to go head-to-head with City to sign David Rom, who's an outstanding left-back, but we don't really need a left back unless Costas is leaving, um, which it doesn't appear that he is. So I can't imagine we will be looking for a, a left back this summer. Anfieldindex.com then. Plenty of new podcasts. There's a new scouted that myself and Carol did yesterday. There is a season review. Guy and Nina are doing the season review, talking to all the contributors about what went on this season. Uh, This one is Nina with Cam and Lisa Marie, so do check that one out. And there's plenty of Darwin Nunes coverage as well, if you've missed that. And that will do me for today, folks. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, 
where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.